Do you pride yourself on finding the best deals and savings? Yes, it's me. I'm raising my hand. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Shop brands like Macy's, Adidas, YSL Beauty, Samsung Petco, just to name a few. Plus, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Here's how it works. Stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares a commission with its members via check or PayPal quarterly. And you better believe how exciting it is when your PayPal alerts you that you've gotten money. It's no wonder Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hello and welcome to Beach 2 Sandy Water 2 Wet. This is a podcast where we read the worst reviews in the most dramatic fashion. My name is Zandy. My name is Christine. How's it going? Good. I just recorded um, a long episode and, and that's why we drink episode. Okay. Um, well, fingers crossed you don't like swap the files or something. Can you I feel imagine? like that's something you would do. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, that would be something else. But yeah, so today actually we're going to do uh, a little something different mm-hmm. just for fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We thought we'd switch it up and read some uh, uh, listener stories. Yeah, why not? You know, and so we got we get a lot of um, submissions of scary stories mm-hmm. to our inbox. And we thought, why not share some of them with you and yeah. see if anyone's into it? So yeah. Maybe um, we'll keep, keep doing this in the future if people like it. Yeah, if people are into it. Uh, so Sandy, why don't you go first? Sure you know, there's a hole in the market for this kind of thing. Right? That's what I was thinking. I can't believe no one's done this there's before. There's no quality podcast that does this kind mm-hmm, of thing, and mm-hmm. I feel like we could fill that Emphasis gap. on quality. You're Emph- so right. Emphasis. Emphasis on the quality. Mm-hmm. See, and clearly oh. this one isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work on it. <laughs> quality okay. either. Um, well, this one is titled ghost girl likes jazz question mark oh sorry i realized as i said that i didn't make it as a question ghost girl likes jazz oh see that's the quality i'm looking for that's the quality i'm talking about (laughs) this was sent in by alex she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns um i love that yeah we should normalize that saying we should we should yeah i don't know i've never said that before tm 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 sure 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 okay okay here we go Hi, M, Christine, Eva, Baby Leona, and Animal Pals. That's weird they didn't put you in, though. Yeah, I don't know. That's so weird. Why? It's kind of rude. Honestly, it's kind of rude to put M, but not you. Right? Wrong podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I recently moved across the country. Nope, that says county. (laughs) Um, This is off to a great start. This is not the quality I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone ever said across the country? I assume they meant country, right? (laughs) You do sound a lot like M right now, though. <laughs> Saying words wrong. <laughs> it's spelled county, but I assume they mean country, right? Don't look at me like Does I'm. Does anyone to... move across county and announce it? <laughs> <laughs> it 
send an email to the po- their favorite podcast to announce it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, I'm going to say country. I recently moved across the country, and along with that came a new job. So far, it's been... <laughs> right. It's too far to move for a new job. Their job is now about three blocks further away, yeah. so they've had to switch career paths. So far, it's been great. Since I'm waiting for training, I've been stuck organizing stuff and filing paperwork, which was boring until it wasn't. To set the scene, our office and our conference room aren't connected. They're in a strip mall, but the conference room is a few doors down, so we have to walk outside to get to it. In the conference room, there's big windows, and it's basically just one big room. In the back, there's a storage room, and it's full of toys and craft materials. What the heck kind of office is this? I don't know. There's no windows in the storage room. It has six-foot shelves, and it's packed. I've been in there alone a few times since I started, trying to sort through the materials slash toys and group stuff together. Creepy. A few days ago, I came across a puzzle that makes noise. What? It's a music puzzle that's missing the pieces, but when something touches the sensors or buttons, it still plays. I didn't think anything of it when I picked it up and this jazzy tune came out. Did it go something like this? That is jazzy. I wonder where that's from. Me too. It was just stuck in my head. So strange. The following day, I'm in the room alone once again, listening to Beach Too Sandy Water Too Wet, LOL. Oh my gosh, wait, what? Yeah. I had only been in there for maybe an hour when the lights flickered and shut off. Uh Uh-oh. I thought it was someone playing a joke, so I tried to act calm, even though I absolutely hate the dark. As soon as they shut off, the musical jazz puzzle started to play. No. I was on the other side of the room, so I couldn't have touched it or knocked anything into it. At this point, I'm expecting the door to slam shut and something horrifying to happen. I've never turned on my phone flashlight so quickly. I decided I'd seen enough shit that day and left. Very smart. Mm. As I was going to close the door to the storage room, the puzzle began to play again. When I got back to the office, I told my coworker what happened. Her eyes got wide and she told me to tell the other co- our other coworkers a story. They then went on to tell me that where the buildings are, it used to be a hospital. (gasps) And they've all experienced paranormal stuff. In a strip mall? Yeah, apparently. Okay. I mean, maybe they tore down the hospital and built a strip mall. Spooky. Which I think we should do more of in this country. (laughs) Vote Alex 2020. (laughs) They think it's a little girl ghost. I'm just saying, I think that should have been stated in the offer letter. (laughs) The day I'm writing this, I had to go to the conference room once again. I went to grab supplies for a project, and I thought I was going to stay down there to work on the project, but immediately changed my mind. Yes. I grabbed everything I needed from the storage room, and as as I was headed for the door, the fucking puzzle plays again. No, it didn't. I don't even like jazz. I slammed the door (laughs) shut and sped walked like no other out of there. I've never had any paranormal experiences, but I'm one million percent sure there is something truly spooky happening in there. I've decided I'll no longer be going to the conference room by myself, and I won't be in our offices by myself any more either. Dear Lord. Wow, 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 wow. I, so I feel like... uh, Toys that go off, like noise yeah. making toys and things, get a bad rap with the paranormal content. Because oh, well, it's creepy. But no, but I feel like they get a bad rap in the paranormal context among skeptics because it's like, oh, the wiring or like, oh, it just has a battery. It like I probably see. It went can off. Be explained away explained easier. Explained away easily. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the fact that 
the lights turn off. Then the thing goes on. By the mm-hmm. way, repeatedly and mm-hmm. very like very specific timing, yes. the thing goes off. But also, while our dumb voices are <laughs> cascading, I wonder if the girl ghost was like, "I don't like listening to whatever True. this is that you're listening to. I'm going to turn on some jazz and turn off Beachy Sandy Water to it." Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I can't exactly blame her for that. No, I. You know what? I have often been listening to Beach to Sandy Water Tuet and thought, I could really use some jazz right now. You gotta jazz it up. Yeah. Maybe she heard the theme song and went, oh, yeah. You like jazz? You like jazz? (laughs) (laughs) That's what the little girl sounds like. Um, Anyway, well, thank you for sending that. Who was that again? Who was that again? Alex. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I have one here. This was sent in by Emily, she, her. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Emily. And the subject is creepy supernatural kids and haunted dog bones. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Haunted dog bones? (laughs) Yep. Bones of a dog or a bone that a dog would chew on? Very excellent question. I'm nervous either way. You're going to find out. But mostly one way. It's also the worst way. (gasps) No. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Hey, all. Your podcast is a true joy. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad. (laughs) You like our sibling banter so much. 
I cherish my Sunday morning. That's weird. Sunday morning routine. Yeah, we've released on Wednesdays, silly. I, w- I wonder if they just decided <laughs> the Sunday was their listening day. Mm. I cherish my Sunday morning routine of listening to you in bed with coffee as I play Minecraft like the 12-year-old, 29-year-old lady I am. I'm a longtime listener, first-time writer, and I finally have a creepy kid story to bring to the table. My one-year-old nephew loves to point and babble at the lights in my parents' house so they'll turn... So they'll turn them on and off. It's a favorite game of his, especially in the living room where the light is large and decorative. Sounds like a blast. Sounds A, like a lot of fun, uh-huh. and B, like my child. He's yes. obsessed with it's, lights, yep. and I call her Moth Baby, and she just stares at anything bright, so I get it. So when he started pointing at the corner of the living room one afternoon and making baby sounds, we thought he wanted us to press the light switch. The only problem is that the light switch isn't in that particular corner, just a large canvas print. The print is an enlarged and grainy slash pixelated picture of the original house where my parents' new build now sits. The plot used to be a mechanic garage, U.S. version, an automobile repair shop, apparently. I love that they looked that up. Back in 1913, which my grandparents then took over eventually. When they wanted to retire but were unable to sell the business in a recession, my dad bought it off them, demolished the old and crumbling building to make two new houses on the land. The picture of the building has a few guys in old-timey outfits and an old chauffeured car from the Village Green. An important note, the car has a single passenger in the back. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Thinking that my nephew was just drawn to the black and white shapes, my mom picked him up and took him over to the print. He commenced pointing and babbling, and we promptly put him back down to play on the rug. The thing is, he then would not stop pointing, and every time we picked him up to look at the picture, he would jab his pudgy little hand right at the back of the picture of the man in the car. It was only when our black family dog came into the room and my nephew looked from the picture to her that we made the connection. This picture of the single man in the car that we've had in our house for five years actually is a picture of a black dog (gasps) sitting next to the man in the car. We were all really freaked out that we've looked at that picture for five years of our life and never once noticed this dog that looks exactly like our family dog in the picture. What? So far, just a weird coincidence and missed detail, right? Well, maybe not. My mom and I were a bit concerned that we'd never noticed the dog before, so we told my dad about it. Well, he said, we did find dog bones when we were digging the foundations (gasps) years ago, so that's probably the dog that was buried here. (gasps) Uh, sorry? Why have you never told us this before? Well, I didn't want you to feel weird about a dead dog, so I kept it quiet. Since we got our dog Ruby around the same time that my nephew was born, and he is the first person ever to notice the dog in the picture, my working theory is that the dog was never in the picture until we got our Ruby, and babies are just way more in tune with the supernatural. Therefore, our Ruby is the reincarnation of the dog in the picture, and the haunted canvas dog only appeared when our dog came into the world. It took a creepy ghost-seeing one-year-old to open our inner eyes and have us notice the ghost dog in the picture. Love the show and all you bring to the world. Your podcast has got me through some boring and lonely times during this shit show global pandemic emily i will say emily this is based on the subject this is as well as this could have gone yes i I was very nervous and now i'm very pleased that this was a story that wow that was wild dog bones yes the bad way but like in a fine in an okay way yeah i thought you were about to say funny way i'm like well i don't i don't know i don't know dog bones just aren't funny it does remind me of how mom told us that when we moved into our house that she still lives in and so do i um (laughs) that uh what did they find no that no oh. not, not on the property <laughs> no like, what is no it? how she was like oh yeah no one the cemetery that that your room your oh, room yes. overlooks uh no one's 
buried there anymore. And then literally our first week, so there's a funeral and someone is buried there. Yeah. And I pulled the blinds up and I was like, why do I hear people crying? And uh, wow. Mm. Casket. Someone was just buried there this past week. And we drove by and mom was like, oh, there's the inactive cemetery. So she still jumps about it. I mean, they really lied to (laughs) our faces with that one. Or maybe oh. she lied. Yeah, to her. No, no, I think I think that she thought it like she was told. She legitimately it, thought it was. Yeah, she inactive. actually thought. Yeah, because yeah. she wouldn't like care I, to. She would. She told us that not to make us feel better, but because she thought it was the truth. And like, if it were, if she yeah. didn't think that was the case, she would have said she wouldn't have pandered she, to me. Yeah, she she would wouldn't have, been like, have get said, over it. Exactly. Okay. So don't worry. Your turn again. Okay, this is from Ariel. She her. Uh, titled Creepy Voices in My Twin's Room. Oh, no. I know. I don't want to read this. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing that this is only a test run for our new format. So Okay, good. Uh, thank goodness. Just do this and you'll be good. Um, so this one starts a greeting, at least technically includes me. Oh, good. Hi, everyone and such. I think <laughs> I'm the and such. You're the such, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know why you did this. This is your fault. What? I heard Christine says she wanted more twin stories, so here you go. Oh, yeah, I did do that. (laughs) You You don't remember that? (laughs) Yeah, no, not really. Sometime, it was probably our Hard Rock Cafe episode. That makes sense. I mentioned it. I just said, why not Mm -hmm, request mm -hmm. it, you know, for fun. (laughs) There were no twins mentioned in that episode. You just had that that gut feeling that you wanted to hear about twins more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. I got pregnant with twins when I was 20, and I was a ball of nerves, understandably, when they were little. They were born two months early and stayed in the hospital for seven weeks after they were born. When they were around three months old, yes, five weeks after they came home from the NICU, they started sleeping in their own crib at night, which made me more nervous. We lived in a tiny apartment, so they weren't too far from us, but my new mom brain was constantly freaking out and having terrifying dreams of things happening to them. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Because of these dreams, I constantly would get up and check on them, but didn't want to go in their room because sleeping infants, and I wasn't going to wake them for nothing. One night, I was heading to bed, and my husband was already asleep, so most of the lights were off in our apartment. I was going to the bathroom, and I heard voices coming from their nursery. Oh, God. I was terrified, but I thought my brain was playing tricks, so I got closer to the door to check on it. I distinctly heard two male voices talking in old century English, just having a casual conversation. I gathered myself and threw the door open and nothing was there. I even walked in and looked out the window, wondering if someone was behind our duplex. Nothing. So I just figured I was hearing the neighbor's TV or something. I checked on my babies and left the room. As soon as I closed the door, I heard the same two voices say, what did she want? (laughs) And that was strange in the same accent. Can you oh say my it? God. I was going to say I'm, In the accent. I'm glad they didn't include like accent notes. Ye old accent. Uh, I don't. I can't. I can't. What did she what want? What did she want? What did she. Oh my God. What the fuck was that? What did she want? That was strange. We need Ariel to send in more accent notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More specifics. Um, need more director's notes here. <laughs> I was shocked and opened the door again to find nothing. We lived in that apartment for about two years, and our cat at the time rarely left that room, and when my kids were sleeping, she was always outside the door. We have never had any issues since leaving the house, and that cat never sat by my kid's bedroom after we left. Just writing this story and thinking about it freaks me out. 
Thanks for reading this. Shout out to my little sister, Courtney, who sent me your podcast years ago and has been to several of your live shows. We've only done That's one. So That's so weird. We haven't done several live yeah, shows. Yeah, what? But due to the tiny humans previously mentioned, I haven't been able to make it to one yet. Okay, we've got a couple in June. Perfect. June 8th and 9th. Maybe one day when COVID life is over. She's more than likely listening right now. Aww. Love you, baby sis. Thanks for being awesome. M, Christine, and Eva. What? What? Eva. Eva. Who's Eva? I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, okay. What? Hang on. So, the okay. First off, interesting that she was already awake. It wasn't like, oh, I woke up in the middle of the night. Because yeah. sometimes, you Groggy, know, you think like maybe you were like, dreaming, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But like clearly was already awake. So that takes that out of the picture. And the, the follow up of what did she want? Exactly. So gross. Very specific reaction to to real events the only other thing i would think of is like um one of those nanny cam things that like sometimes people hack into mm. which would be creepy in a true crime way yeah. and also why are so you sp- I, yeah either way that's creepy All, either way that's creepy but i assume she would have mentioned if that were like something um, in the room or something because what she didn't mention was that the twins actually at this age were about 17 and getting into accent work. Oh, they were in the school play. Yeah. And they were doing Shakespeare. Okay. Yes. That wasn't mentioned. But no, um, it would also be creepy if these twin infants were also speaking and maybe they were speaking to each other. <laughs> maybe it was their past lives. Right? Okay. There's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot. Yeah. And, and they're all, all very scary. I don't like any of them. Also, I love you. that the twins were like, what does she want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. That's your mother. Be nice. Um, very spooky. Also, I, I wonder, I wonder if Ariel can follow up and let me know as if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to, maybe um, Eva will go in our BGC inbox and find the follow up. But I wonder what part of the country she lives in or, mm. or where yeah. or what country, because I wonder if there would have been old timey English dudes True. there or yeah. speaking old timey English, you know, if yeah. it were like in New England or old England. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, so New England, Old England, <laughs> and uh, England. something in between, um, and yeah, because I mean, you searched on newspapers.com, you searched your address and found all sorts of info. Oh so maybe God. on if you search your old address yes, on, on a site like newspapers.com um, to see if there was anything going on uh-huh, in that uh-huh. area uh-huh. Um, back like, in the day, who would have lived I'd be there? Curious, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. a good point. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, okay, so this is the last story we have for you today. Um, let me pull it up. This is called How Your Podcast Crossed Over Into My Time Working at a Haunted Pub. Hello, Eva M. Christine, furry familiars, fossilized talismans, and the little one. 
Okay. Now, you're either the, little, the little one, or the, one or the fossilized. Furry? Oh, I'm not the furry. What was a furry? Furry familiar, but I'm pretty sure you're the fossilized talisman. That, uh, if I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fellow sand monster that goes by she, her. Oh. Definitely team milkshake. I know I've been listening to your podcasts for years, though I can't recall exactly when I started. As I've continued to listen, I've noticed coincidences from both And That's Why We Drink and Beach Too Sandy reflected in a time period that was already behind me. Mm. I decided that I was done keeping it to myself during an episode where Christine likened herself to a bar ghost. Also, for some <laughs> reason, I read that out loud as like she was having an episode, not like, <laughs> <laughs> not like an episode of the podcast during an episode where Christine likened herself to a ghost. <laughs> what the fuck? That sounds like you, though. Yeah, it does. Being my anxious self, it was only natural that I sat on the story a bit longer until finally allowing myself the time to reach out. Pardon the delay, but I hope you enjoy. So this is fun. Uh, oh, I forgot to even say who this is from. Uh, I, well... Let's see. They don't sign it or she doesn't sign it. She just gave her pronouns. Okay. So I'm not going to give the name, but um, she put chapter titles sort of like there. Mm. It's not like super duper long, but there's like little section yeah. headers. So the first section is called good food, great music and spirits. Whoa. Love it. I once worked at a pub and deli in historic small town, Texas. Considering how large and energetic this spot is, I'll take you on a tour and tell you about what was experienced in each area. The business sits on a corner of Main Street and faces the courthouse. The building was one of three to survive a fire that had wiped everything else out in 1911. It remained a drugstore for the longest time. The current owner took over in the 2000s and transformed it into a family-run music venue. Consider the ambiance of Cheers. I was always enamored by the exposed brick, original ceiling tiles, mismatched chairs and tables, and a variety of board games. Oh my god, sounds like... A dream. Yes. It sounds like where we should do our next live show. I later learned that this man... Nope, there's no man yet. (laughs) (laughs) That this man... (laughs) Oh boy. Walking in from Main Street, the stage is to your left. Considering that this is a two-story building, the spandrel will be... You know, the spandrel. I oh, yeah. I love a good spandrel on a Sunday morning. Uh, that is a triangular space between an arch and a rectangular frame between... Oh, oh okay. I know exactly what a spandrel is. Yeah, Can you, you tell say... by my usage? Yeah, and you did say you loved it yeah. on a Sunday. I do love spandrels. Excellent. The spandrel will be just beyond the stage. There are a few people who get a feeling about that area, and I don't blame them for being spooked. If you were to look at the spandrel head on, there would be two saloon-like doors hiding shadowy storage space. When it was a drugstore, there was a watchmaker who set up shop in there. Not in the shadows. I'm sure he probably (laughs) spruced up his corner a bit, but I digress. A customer once asked the bartender where his coworker went. She explained that she saw a short man with dark hair and glasses behind the saloon doors and never saw him come out. Unbeknownst to her, she was describing the watchmaker. I later learned that this man's name was Mitch, and he must have enjoyed what he was doing because he continued to work at that spot after he moved farther away. Supposedly, he had tremors that would only calm down when he was working on a piece. It sounded like he had never retired before passing on. I can understand why Mitch would become a permanent fixture, but I don't think he's behind everything. I don't know who else or how many spirits reside there, but the manager has always called the energy Walt. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hear there are a lot of Walter ghosts out there. I'm telling you, it's like very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. There's a lot of Walters, including the one that used to live in our old house. Yes. I absorbed these stories at face value. Upon employment, I decided not to deny nor seek this presence. Whatever happened was on its own terms. Chapter two. (gasps) The startle. No. 
My first two interactions with it were when I first started opening the pub and deli by myself. Upon entry, there are windows to the right that will stretch for half the room. I enjoyed how natural light filled the room without overwhelming it. The bar is back toward the left. You have to go to the opposite side of the room to enter behind the bar. That's how long it is. As you enter behind the bar, the office will be tucked away to the right. So my morning routine began with turning on music, putting on a pot of coffee, pulling the cash drawer from the office, and counting the drawer behind the bar. From this perspective, I can see the whole room. The stage is off to my right, and the office is to my left. But where? Oh, where? Is the spandrel. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The spandrel is everywhere. The spandrel is everywhere. The world is a spandrel. The world is your spandrel. I don't know if you've heard that theory. I've heard that that beautiful motivational quote, the world is your spandrel. (laughs) No. (laughs) The first whistle happened while I'm counting the drawer. It was the kind of whistle you'd hear from someone trying to get your attention after being ignored. Oh, no. Though the sound came from in front of me, I investigated the office to see if maybe the carbonation machine was acting up or if there was an alarm going off. Because it wasn't the song that was playing on the radio, I could tell you that. At the time, I didn't know the name of the song. I could hum along because it had so much airtime. But it wasn't until I was listening to Christine's <gasps> it was rendition. the whistle song. <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that by Jason Derulo or something? I don't know. There's a, the whisper song by like the Yin Yang Twins. But oh, I don't know. If there's Lord. A, I think there's it. literally a whistle song about like Jason Derulo's penis, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That I'm not familiar with. Okay. Never oh, mind. like blowing on it? Oh, Flowrida whistle. Flowrida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. Jason. Sorry, JD. Yeah. Jason Derulo. Okay. Anyway, sorry. That's. So basically, what she's saying is she heard this whistle mm-hmm. and it was not Flowrida playing. And she knew that this whistle was not in the song because she'd heard it many times. She didn't know what it was until she was listening to Christine's rendition of it on Beach 2 Sandy (gasps) that I could identify the song as Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Cherry. So there's no whistle in that, I can tell you, with confidence. Mm -hmm. The only response I got from the manager when relaying what happened was a knowing smile and the comment, Walt likes you. (gasps) The same thing happened the next morning, except I snapped in response to being startled. I yelled, that's not funny, and didn't apologize until later that day because, you know, karma. From then on, the routine went as follows. Enter, greet Walt with a good morning, turn on the radio, put on a pot of coffee, and count the cash drawer in the office with the door closed. Smart. Chapter three, the draft that never was. If you were to walk straight past the bar, though, you'll pass by a side entrance to the building and go through a short hallway that has restrooms to the left. The women's restroom has an odd vibe to it due to the pictures hanging up. The one that spooks me the most was a detailed embroidered piece of a little girl standing in front of a curtain. Why? Yikes. Found out after working there, thanks to one of your episodes, what it is. When M covered the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, they mentioned the painting of the little girl. That must have been on the Halloween episode where they guessed oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. the one time. I was going to say, M hasn't been on the show for a while. Unless they're like sneaking in in places I don't know about yeah. to talk about the Driscoll Hotel. It's entirely possible. No curse was associated with it, so I didn't anticipate any surprises when I looked it up. But there she was with the eerie expression and shadowy curtain behind her. It makes me wonder if images carry energy, if something significant occurred where the restroom now stands, or if I'm just spooked by little girls. Mm. Anything's possible, I say. Anywho, after the hallway, you enter through French doors into the kitchen, which also has its own entrance into the building. I was aware that my coworkers felt pokes or something on their shoulder, but that wasn't my experience. I think that I shut that shit down when I snapped at it for the startle. Regardless, it turned out to be true when they said it was mischievous in the deli. Soup cups that were hanging on hooks and containers that were carefully pushed back on shelves would fall while we were across the room. Let's be thankful for the fact that Walt chose to mess with Tupperware. The only thing... The only time anything broke was when we fumbled plates. 
And Walt's like, don't blame that yeah, on me. Yeah, Walt's like, don't you dare. I'm playing with the Tupperware. One rainy morning, I was at the front counter in the deli killing time. I had propped the deli entrance open for anyone passing by. One of the French doors was closed with the second ajar. I was writing something down and I looked up just in time to see the door that was ajar move as if it were about to close, pause, and then open again. I just stared. I didn't feel anything or notice if I heard anything. I stood in the hallway in front of the French doors, even at the deli entrance. I couldn't feel a draft. The intriguing things about that moment was how calm it was and how the motion of the door was slow and deliberate. I'm still trying to figure out how that happened. Mm-hmm. Chapter. I'd, I wouldn't want to is, figure no, out. Yeah. Just, just pretend it was. Ignorance is bliss here. Uh, this is the final chapter called It's Different When the Party Ends. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a... That's so ominous. I know, right? Like, I, the other ones were, okay, a draft. Okay, I understand where this is going, but this <laughs> one... <laughs> what? I could tell you about disembodied voices, the pacing upstairs after hours, and who could forget the stabbing of 2018, but I promise I'll leave you with the best. Oh. A story my coworker told me. It was a weekday closing shift. The deli side of the building was already locked up, hence the French doors, so the only entrances propped open were the pub were to the pub side of the building. Open mic ended and customers had cleared out before last call. Music from the radio called out to a vacant street. Before locking the doors and tidying up, my coworker exited via the side entrance, the one that's opposite the bar. They walked down the sidewalk, past where the brick ends and windows begin, turned a corner and entered through the front entrance. They immediately noticed that every bar stool that had carelessly been left behind by customers was now lined up along the bar and turned facing the stage. Oh, Q Goose Cam. That is like poltergeist shit. That's creepy, yes. But also great. Physically moving things. You're yeah. about to clean up and then you go outside for a minute and True. come back and everything's lined up properly. Yeah, but face it. So, yeah, I, so this is how it's meant to be, though. Oh, I but assume. you're right. Facing the stage. Fa- I, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, good. Walt tidied up. But then it was like facing the stage. Then I thought, uh oh. Ew. What's, what's coming next? What's supposed to happen? What, who's performing cabaret. tonight? Oh. <laughs> Walt is cabareting. <laughs> But yeah, that's a condensed version of Experiences there. I've included links regarding the fire and the music venue. The last time your live show came through town, huh, was January 30th or 31st of 2020 at House of Blues. Alexander, we must have had some sort of gas leak because I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything about this. Um, I wasn't able to swing it, but I, uh, I consoled myself saying I'd get tickets the next time you were in town. Uh, needless to say, I'll be purchasing meet and greet tickets. I bet they just want to meet you. Yeah. Thank Wait, was you. I, what am I, stuff? You're in this one, I'm a talisman. You're right? a fossilized talisman. Fossilized talisman, yeah. Everyone wants to meet the fossilized talisman. Everyone does, and she's a sand monster, so you know how mm-hmm, it goes. Mm-hmm. It says, thank you for being your awesome selves, and Christine, I'd karaoke with you any day. Um, I appreciate that, because most people would not. No, I, can, I can guarantee you most people I would not. also appreciate the people who wouldn't want to. Yeah, honestly, I, I believe those people more, but yeah. uh, but I do appreciate your, your kind words, dear listener, so... Anyway. Wow. Thanks, everybody. Got some spooks. What do we think of this new method? It was okay. It was all right. Yeah. We'll see if we'll try it again in Yeah, May. maybe. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> we'll let some other people we'll do let, it. We'll leave it to the experts. Exactly. Yes. All right. So <laughs> until uh, until next time, how we always sign off. Beach. Two. Sandy. S- water. <laughs> What's it called? Water. Two. Wet. That was good. Thanks. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.